Hey everyone, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Although I am a licensed clinician, I'm also just a person. I love to be able to be in my real life and speak from that point. And that's where this podcast is coming from. So enjoy. Searching for a truth. Looking for answers. There must be a way to another day. Hey! Hi, everyone. This is Aaliyah. And this is Joe. What's up? I hope everyone's having a great long weekend. Columbus Day apparently is today. <laughs> is that a thing that's celebrated like everywhere now or just... I don't know if it's celebrated everywhere around the world. But well, no, I mean in America. Celebrated here. And, like it's, a, it's an official holiday. Still, I guess because didn't they figure out that he, the whole thing was it's not really or, a great, yeah, but it's know, still like, it's Columbus Day, I guess. Well, it is Columbus Day, it's Columbus Day, and I'm not working, which I usually would, but I'm not working because sometimes when you have a kid, you got to take one for the team, and I couldn't work because I had to, I had to be the parent to take one for the team, <laughs> and you know, thanks. Bunker down with, bunker down with my kid, which is actually always a pleasure. So, um, today is our fiftieth episode. Boop, 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 boop. 50th. Five, five oh. zero. Crazy. Yeah, I made it. It's I mean, crazy. what did it take us? Take us almost <laughs> two years to get here, man. Yeah, yeah, just about. I mean, we started this when we were living. Well, not, in a, not Fort like a year and a half. Year and a half. No, it's longer than a year. Yeah, half. because we started the podcast in Fort Lauderdale, and then and we were we there moved, for a whole year. Yeah, but we weren't doing it the whole time we were there. We started it there. I right? feel like we've been doing this for a lot longer than a year and a half. This shit's been going on for. No, it was like halfway through. Fort Lauderdale, and then we moved here literally just about a year ago. So, eh, give or take a year. It's definitely less than two years, but less than two years. Fifty episodes. Fifty episodes. Yeah, we should. We should. I don't know if that's good or not. It's not. I don't think it is good. (laughs) I think we could. We could have done a lot more, but whatever. We hit fifty. We're gonna keep rolling. Three hundred and fifty is the point at which we're gonna have a real conversation about where wow. we're at, and you're gonna look back and be like, "Holy shit, I can't believe we did three fifty, and thank God we did." Okay, that's we're not having that conversation yet, but this All is right. the beginning of that. But um, yeah, fiftieth anniversary or fiftieth podcast, mm-hmm. and um, we have a. Well, you know, we were thinking about what we wanted to do, right? And we were thinking about a special guest, da, 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 different topics. And um, we both just so happened to separately watch this Kanye West interview about what it was like, it came out like a week ago or something. Yeah, so the Kanye West interview on Tucker Carlson, who I just want to first say <laughs> before I push forward, I honestly... Don't even know who Tucker Carlson is mm. prior to watching this interview. So I just want to be clear about that. I have no idea who any of these political people are because I am not 
into any of that just to state that. And I would say the same if this was also, I guess, someone who was a Democrat. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway. So that has nothing to do with the anything that we're talking about. The reason why I watched it was because it was Kanye West and it was about the White Lives Matter shirt that he displayed at um, Paris Fashion Week. And I actually really enjoy listening to Kanye speak when he's being interviewed. Um, and I enjoy it just because I'm, I don't know, I, I, I although I don't agree with you know, some of the things he says, I still think that the way he sees things and the way he gets there, um, for me, just clinically, is just really interesting. So I'm actually kind of like intrigued by it. So that's why. Yeah. So as he... I was in one bathroom <laughs> watching the interview, Joe was in the kitchen watching the interview. And then I came outside from the bathroom and was like, are you watching the the interview and he was like yeah and i was like oh my god so am i i'm watching it too so at the same time we were watching it and then we were like who, who better to discuss mm. on our 50th episode than kanye west because he, apparently he's so controversial yeah i mean i've always related to kanye obviously because the music side of things you know i i did used to be a sound engineer believe it or not Aliyah doesn't believe anything that i used to do prior to now i was also a dj and, uh, you know, obviously loved his music, but then once he started speaking his ideas and thoughts and then doing, you know, fashion stuff and all this other stuff, I was like, oh, this guy's like, he knows, he kind of knows what's going on. Uh, but the, my only issue with him, and it's not really an issue with him, yeah. it's like, is, is his erratic way of saying it. But I can relate to that because I'm almost the same way where I speak and think at the same time. And sometimes just like things just come out and then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't connect that dot before, but we just talked about that. And then let's go down that rabbit hole, you know? And that's kind of what he does, but I don't think less does it, focused though. than me. I yeah. Think, I know? don't think he does it. <sighs> I wouldn't say less focused than you, actually. It's, it's, and this is one of the things that interests me about listening to him speak. Because when you listen to him speak, so when I'm working with someone who has, let's say, a really rapid, racing, you know, scattered thought process, I can typically hear it in how someone speaks. So, you know, they'll basically, they will be either hyperverbal, speaking really quickly. And then that just kind of tells me already that their brain is going really, really, really fast, right? Mm. Um, Kanye, on the other hand, in this interview and in another interview I've seen him in, which is the David Letterman interview, which was also a good one, um, he does, he's not hyperverbal. So he doesn't speak pressured or fast mm. or anything like that. He point. actually speaks just very like calm and kind of slow. But you can tell that not only is he thinking while he speaks, um, but you can tell that there are so many ideas and thoughts in his head. Yeah. Because if you are not familiar with listening to a thought process like that speak, then you can easily get lost. What happens is he'll start here, okay? So let's say we're talking about uh we're talking about Planned Parenthood, right? Um and then he starts here. He'll go, he'll go, he'll go, he'll go. And then 
somewhere around here, he has a different thought, but that's connected still to this. Mm. But he's going to take a different way to get there. So now he's going this way. And now he's going this way, this way, this way. And then he gets here. And then another yeah. thought pops up. That connects up, to that. That yeah. connects to that. And so he goes this way, right? Oh. And so he does eventually, like, it, it, and it, it actually does all connect. And again, for people who maybe aren't used to that, they'll listen to it and be like, he's not making any sense. But it actually does all connect when you really listen to it and when you're used to kind of like hearing just that type of brain. Well, this is why he's, like, he's such a good target for like clickbait and media to like destroy him because to really understand what this guy's saying, you need a long version interview. Like hour, two, three, four, five be hours, hour. it, because you, you're having these deep conversations about very important, detailed things. And what they do is they take out little bits, and they're like, and they "Kanye, is, yeah, they he's crazy." Out. And then two seconds later, he's talking about this. Yeah, but you didn't see the whole thing the in whole context, you know? Thing. Yeah, I mean, he. So, so anyway, for me, I don't have an issue listening to him because he he makes total sense to me um, when he speaks. Like, I'm not lost, you yeah, know. I get it too, and I, but I just know how a lot of other people listen and it's it's not that long version most of the time. It's like they want to get to the point, what is this guy trying to say, say it, because they're used to politicians talking like that and they're just like, boom. But politicians, most of the time, they don't actually have the full-blown answer. They're just saying things that they want people to hear, you know? So that's why they, they're able to get their point across right away. But real smart, intelligent people, thinkers, philosophers, the, they need a long version podcast or interview yeah, to, to get really it all go. out. Now, it's interesting because as I'm sitting here, um, um, I'm also kind of thinking one, one of the things that he mentions a lot in the interview is how, you know, the, the I, I guess, you know, people in the world or whatever view him as crazy, right? Um, and... What's interesting about that is that like there it's it's and I think Tucker Carlson um, said something like, well, if you're listening to him speak, then you can tell he's definitely not, you know, like manic or whatever or something like that. And I mean, I would agree in terms of, I guess, presentation, you know, usually someone who's manic is like, you know, a, a lot faster and quicker and um, scattered and. And although he was a little scattered, he was still m connecting dots. Um, but I think that he's very, let's see the word, with his thought process, it's just very, it's not just deep, it's very deep, it's very he's thoughtful. like... He's, he's really yeah, thinking he's, about he, all he the details. He really does think before, like you can see him too, like he'll talk and then he'll stop. And you can tell at that moment his brain is like, just like processing what he's... And then he goes, and then he'll 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 keep speaking, and then he'll remember something he said before, but he didn't like touch on it as much. So then he'll go back. So it's a lot of like mm, 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 type of thing, but he's still he's still making sense coming from his mind and and I, and I think what he's trying to say. So I don't know. I I I actually just think that I I enjoy listening to his mind work again i don't agree with everything but to me it's actually i just love pe brains and the way that people think and so i think he's actually really interesting so yeah i agree um 
so yeah, that's why so that's we decided about. to talk about <laughs> Kanye. Now, obviously, he has his downfalls or whatever. I guess you know. I don't know. Maybe maybe that is a downfall that not enough enough people can understand what he's saying because he, he maybe he's been taken out of context so much by the media or, or whatever it is. But but what we're here to do today is to kind of like listen to some of the things that he said during the interview and kind of break them down and maybe give our opinions on it. Yeah, we're just right? we're just like talk about it. We're and not here it. to be like, this is what he's saying or anything. I think it's just, I, I, he throws out stuff that really leads to great conversation, to be honest. Right, so that's it. That's exactly has, it. Yeah, he just says stuff that I think in terms of like having a conversation with someone, he puts stuff out there to where you're like, all right. And guess what? It's working because everyone's talking about shit, right? So yeah. everyone's talking about stuff that Kanye says or does or whatever. So, And what I like about it is like he, whatever he says, all these things that he's talking about in here, he's actually doing too. He's executing on it. He's building businesses that are actually doing these things that he's talking about. So, um, so what we did was we kind of chopped up a few sections here. Um, and actually, to be honest with you, I don't know which is which. So we're just going to start from the beginning and, and just go through all the videos. Um, yeah. So if you didn't see it, then you will see some of the clips that we just took out because we want to discuss some of the stuff that, um, uh, that, that he was talking about. So, yeah, it, I mean, you can go on YouTube and find the full interview if you wanted. So let's see. Let's start with the first clip here. It's a big surprise for even us. I know. <laughs> I don't even know what clip this is. It's a matter of, you know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther, and he put a text to me that he said, white lives matter, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just just a black man stating the obvious. Yeah. And, you know, my dad doesn't listen to rap music and he's like super educated. We, we open up a water distribution center. And right, so, so mm -hmm. there, there's a perfect example, right? <laughs> like he, he states well, it and then now he's going into, into this whole thing. he's talking about his dad and he's trying right. to also give the information about, I guess, the kind of person his father is and da da da. But, um, but okay, so we'll so we'll start with this. Let me get so so he's talking about the reason why he he did the black li the white lives matter T shirt with Candace Owens, and he's talking about what he what his dad said, right? And right. so just basically, to be clear, he, he thought it was funny. Just to be clear, his father also is an ex Black Panther, um, and he states that in here. Um, so I also want to throw that out there just for information. And an educated black man, I believe, like he was. I believe he was. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know them, his, him or his mother, but to have, <laughs> to, to, to give birth to that mind, you got to be like. Right. Well, Donda, his mother, was uh, the head of um, some, uh, something department. Some, the, some department the in the English college. English department or? Uh, the Chicago, some Chicago college. University, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So anyway, so he's basically talking about this shirt because it came out, the White Lives Matter shirt, and, you know, everybody is, you know, in a, in a, in a uproar about it. And so he, this is a text that he sent to his dad just having this conversation about, like, 
hey, what do you think about the shirt, right? Um, and his dad said, just a black man sitting in the obvious. And so I want to talk about that because I feel like there's so many different ways to take that because I, I could think up with so many different ways to take that. And we, Joe and I were talking about this last night or yesterday with a friend of ours. And I feel like even the, 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 the thought that I had, you guys just like didn't really get. So I kind of want to get into just what your thoughts are about what you think he they were really like his dad was saying and what you think like was this a funny thing was this a serious thing was this a, like where, what do you think this uh well i mean what i think i mean i i mean he's he says initially that he just thought it was funny right and then he sends it to his dad and he asks his dad what he thinks right and i believe him i believe him that he he thought it was funny because basically it's it's like it's kind of is it ironic, I guess? But like uh, a black man wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. And that is obvious. And everybody listening to this can agree white lives do matter, right? Black lives matter, white lives matter, Spanish, Asian, they all, they all do. We should have a shirt for all of them, right? And but it, what I understand also what Black Lives Matters is 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 all about and what they're trying to do because they they are a group that feel like they've not, been repressed well, well, I mean, for not a, really feel well they we have been have been well yeah, all all minorities cool. even white people certain I mean Irish and you know all, all kinds of groups at different times well, in the history Romans, right like the Greeks I think or the Romans right back in the, there were white slaves correct. Oh yeah. yeah, there's always been different. But you know, we're just getting yeah. off of. But but now if we're you, doing what Kanye did. Well, well, <laughs> well, it's a good point though because it's like people nowadays only think about like now maybe up to uh, fifty years ago, a hundred years ago, the max. When if you look at the big picture of hundreds, thousands of years, at some point we have all been discriminated on for many, many years. Asians included, Latins included, like all of us, right? Right now, in this period, it's, it's black people, and I agree, right? But no matter what, if you're thinking of the big picture and not trying to divide and separate and whatever, all lives Wait, matter. what are you saying right now in this period? Like, what do you mean by period? Like, not from, right now, from the saying. time that, like, you know, People have uh, the 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 history books have described American history since the beginning. There have been black slaves, right? Right. So American history is is that for a black person okay. right now, right? Um, so I totally understand that, but I think the Black Lives Matter movement has been corrupted. I think it has been infiltrated by politicians and whoever else wants to utilize that group for power. I mean, even the group, people that started the group in the first place, they've been caught owning, they spent all the, a bunch of money on this mansion and then they were late on like the mortgage and stuff. Have you heard about all yeah. this stuff, right? So like they, even their own people are utilizing the movement to, for corruption to, to benefit themselves. Um, so I think it's, I personally just think it's funny. It's ironic. It's the truth. That's it. So 
Okay. So for me, <laughs> I took this lots of ways. But what stands out to me is when he was explaining the text message to his father and he was like, white lives matter, ha ha ha. It's funny, right? What do you think about dad? And his dad's like, just a, another black man is just a black man stating the obvious. So what I took from that in terms of the context of how he was saying it and everything is that, so yes, it's a black man, right? So Kanye West, black man wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt stating the obvious, which is that white lives do matter. Is and it obvious so do though? It, well, this is, this, well, this is where I'm going with mm. it. This is where I'm going with it. Stating the obvious, right? Which I do believe is also the obvious, which is where his dad went with it. Where I think this whole thing is actually going is that, again, you have a black man. Let me finish this whole thing out because it's a whole thought. And if you cut me off, I'm not going to be able to. So you have a black man wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt because it's obvious to the world that white lives do matter. The reason why it's obvious is because... If we're going to compare, let's say, black lives versus white lives, well, white lives have mattered for God knows how long, right, compared to fucking black lives, right? So it is the obvious. Of course, white lives matter. They've always mattered. But the but but in terms of like African-Americans, right, their lives really have not, you know, been seen as this, like, you know, important thing in the world. It really hasn't, you know, in terms of race-wise. We've been shitted on the whole entire nine. So I see a black man wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt stating the obvious, but stating the obvious in a way where it's like, because it's fuck right, because it's true. Because it's it's true, white lives do matter, but they've mattered for so long. They've mattered for so long that they've mattered on top of and more important, right, and just more above any other fucking life. That's kind of where I'm coming from. With Is that where that you're shirt. coming from or where you thought that's that where, they're coming that, from? That's where I think that they're coming from with the shirt, which is why I think it turns into funny because it is the obvious. How is it not the obvious? Of course it's the obvious. And it just so happens that you have a black man wearing the shirt. So, of course, it's like, so that's where I think that they were coming from with it, which could also be looked at as funny, but also, like, I guess a, like, dig at the same time of, like, well, it's very, like, there's, like, different layers of this here that I get, but I don't just see it as, like, a regular, like, ah, oh, ha, 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 white lives matter, black man wearing the shirt. I see it as a black man wearing a t-shirt that says white lives matter because white lives have mattered way beyond fucking black lives, and so, therefore, it's just a fucking funny thing. But, but don't you think, like, a comparison, like, when you're talking about, like, Oh, white lives have mattered way longer than black lives. So now it's time for black lives to matter. Basically, that's essentially what you're saying, right? Which is what that, I heard in that, yeah. But do, do you see the racial divide there? Of course I do. But I'm right. just saying that that's what, that's what I heard in this whole entire thing. I honestly don't. I would love to talk to Kanye about that and go into depth about it. I honestly don't think. Because... Well, maybe, maybe he does because he is very strongly about like saving the black population. He actually is. And we're going to go uh, there too, where people think he's not, but he actually is. He just takes a different, it just sounds like he takes a different way of getting there that I don't think some people think of. So when they hear his way, his way automatically is 
bad and he's whitewashed yeah, or whatever it like, is that people we don't say. We don't need to like tear down other races, e- even white people, to make everybody equal or make like bring the black population to another level of like respect and, and appreciation. You don't need to tear other people or things down to become successful or whatever. I think Kanye might be on that same level, but that's what I believe. I, well, I think he's on that level too, but I also think that he, I mean, I do think that the t-shirt had a funny thing to it and that's where he was going with it. And it's funny because white lives have always mattered more than in the in in the scope of the world and in the scope of American history and just everything. But he never says any of that. Any, he never says more than He doesn't than. say that, but his dad I'm just going based on I'm taking from what could be taken from what his dad said at the end. What his dad said at the end was a black man stating the obvious. And so I'm taking that and that's what I I'm want, basically but, but like I'm, because I can go that way with it or I can go just the way of yeah. It actually, in fact, is that easy. It's but just I, a black man but, stating the obvious. But Done. I wonder if if Kanye West went out there with a Asian Lives Matter shirt, would his dad have said the exact same thing? Well, no. Why? How do you know? Because Asian Lives, in the scope of the world, and if you look in every history book and stuff like that, you honestly think that Asian Lives have mattered? Just not, not to us, but in the scope of like history, Asian Lives have... Mattered more than white lives? Uh, they are the largest population of. I don't. I'm not saying the largest. Earth, I'm not I mean. saying the largest. I'm saying mattered. I'm not saying the largest. What do you, it depends on what you're talking about. I mean, if I look in yeah. any history book that they fucking shoot out in schools. And oh, stuff, in America. In America. Did you realize there's another world? <laughs> there's a whole that. other earth. I'm just talking about like the history other books countries. that are out there that we see out here. In America, that they t- tell that that people's kids get taught. Yeah. They want you to see what I just they want, want to you be to cl- see. I just want to be clear, though. Like, based on that, white lives have mattered more than. Uh, all right, we'll just leave it at that. You know, I disagree. But I don't know. I think his dad thing. would have said the exact same thing if he had a Latin Lives Matter shirt on, a White Lives Matter shirt on, Asian Lives Matter shirt on, fucking whatever the fuck you can think of shirt on. Be like, yeah, that's obvious. All lives matter. And that is also the obvious, yes, of course, because all lives matter, right? Which, again, they could be going that route with it, which is the simple fact that, guys, all lives matter. So why is it either black or Asian or Spanish or this or whatever, you know? So, Or it could be that way. We don't know. We're just having a, you know, we're just kind of shooting off ideas as to, like, what way this could have been taken. But when I hear it, that's what I heard. Mm. And then also I hear what you're saying with that, too. Hmm. All right, so, let's move on to the next one. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, another surprise. Don't know what this is. Okay. No one in the fashion world knows where Gabby came from. Oh. These people were practically made in a laboratory, in my opinion. And one of the things that they're really good at doing is being nice and being likable. And what they do is for people that have some form of influence, whether it's an educated black woman like my mother that became the head of the English department at Chicago State University or whether it's the most influential uh, white woman on the planet being my ex-wife they have people that are around them at all times telling them what to be afraid of it's like not what to do or say specifically it's what to be afraid of 
And if you have a person that isn't afraid of them, you know, like a Russell Brand or yeah. Candace Owens, right. it's not that we have to agree right. no. with this, but they're not afraid. They're not afraid to state what their opinion is. Yes. Everyone, no one is God and everyone has an opinion. So a conversation. I, mean, I thought that was great, right? Mm -hmm. Like what he's saying is like. Well, what you think he's saying. <laughs> well, what he also he, he also goes in, and I we don't I don't know if we have this on this part, but the the he says there's quote unquote the BLM managers. He do, I think we do have it. Yeah, within like like take a uh, Kim Kardashian, right? She's got billions of dollars, and she's got different companies and stuff. In those companies, she's he's saying that there are people that are. Essentially, like BLM managers to make sure, hey, do this, say it like this, because if you say it like this, then you know this will be okay. But if you say it like that, then your career's over or whatever. Okay. And um, he, Kanye's like, fuck them, motherfuckers. He's like, say, don't be scared to say your own opinion at, at whatever level you're at, and and you know. If well, it's your he, business, you should be able to say however you say want. Whatever. Basically, he was saying also, he was like, he, he said that there were people within his company where, like, when he was thinking about openly stating that he was a, a Trump supporter or somebody like Trump, that um, they were telling him, don't do it because you're going to, your career is going to be over, blah, 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 blah. And he was just like, fuck you. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. And, and basically, he's praising. In people who have influence that that are just speaking up for themselves and whatever they want to say and not scared to like what are they scared of you know they're scared of being um, canceled canceled that's it yeah and maybe maybe rightfully so sometimes you know but um, you should still say what you want to say yeah there's such a mixture of that you know in terms of like because I, I I actually do hear what I think I hear what he was trying to say with that. Um, and I'm not really shocked by that. Like that makes sense to me. Um, if that was really the case that there are these like BLMs who he calls them, these black lives matter managers who are kind of like, you know, come into the, to the mix to kind of make sure everyone's like, okay, you know, like this is what you, we're the black person that's going to basically come into your, to your white world and kind mm. of make you, you know, like whatever. Um, so I get it. I also understand the importance of speaking your opinion and using your voice. And this is where I get conflicted because, for example, again, with what I do for a living, I try and work with people to get them to a place that they can use their voice. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Use your voice. Your voice is powerful, you know, like use it, speak up. Say mm -hmm. what you feel. Say what you think. Say what I. I mean, I but they, do this all I the time. I think what what happens when you get successful is you've that gotten there by by a certain means, utilizing right. the media and everybody yes. else, and saying and so the right things. If you say one wrong thing or do one wrong thing, right. then you can literally be taken out, um, and then that's the whole entire thing. Whereas he's like, I really don't care. You know, like this is this is where I'm at, and that piece of it, I. I respect anyone who's 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 really willing to just say, "Hey, look, man, this is what I believe in. This is my own perspective. This is my own opinion, and I'm gonna say it." As long as, for me, I think what matters is 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 as long as 
there's a assertive way of doing it, meaning there's respect for right. for yourself as well as the other person or people in front of you. That to me is the biggest thing. So if it's done that way, then yeah, I mean, I think that that's like that, that really should be happening. Yeah, Americans especially should be celebrating people that do this, right? Anybody who speaks up for, we don't have to agree with them either. Like, you don't have to agree, just because somebody speaks up and says something you don't like, but they're speaking their opinion. They should be allowed to speak their opinion, shouldn't they? They shouldn't have to be canceled. Like, what, your, your ears are going to bleed and, and fall off if you hear something that you disagree with? Like, well, and there's a, there's like so many things too. Like, well, I kind of want to know where where Kim Kardashian's BLM manager was when she wore, you know, once the Kardashians were wearing cornrows, you know, and then they were like all in the media for like, you know, appropriation of you know this and that, taking black culture. Um, which again, on manager one side, missed that one. The manager, the manager missed that one. Fucking missed that one. Um, on one <laughs> side, again, I do get it, and then the other side, I'm like, I mean, I don't think that she had any like. Yeah. Negative. Who gives and, you a know, shit? Like, I think that she just like, I don't know, likes the hairstyle and and wants to rock it. If anything, to be honest, it's like, oh my god, thank you for loving then black culture so much right. that 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 you want to rock this hairstyle, girl. You know, like that's kind sure. of problem with it. But I mean, um, yeah, why do we always have to look at like the negative side of things? Like, who cares? Right. Like, let people be who they want to be. People, you know. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Gabby and my good friend Lizzo. Lizzo works with my trainer, a friend of mine, Harley Pasternak. Harley, Harley Pasternak. When Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, the bots, uh, that's a term for uh, people like, it's like telemarketer call, callers, like on Instagram, they attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy. Yes. Let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and vogue, which it's not. Let's, uh, let's just, or if someone thinks it's attractive, to each his own. It's actually clinically unhealthy. And for people to, to promote that, um, it's, a, it's demonic. You know, what, what I ask, yeah. I've noticed this also. Yeah. Why do you think they would want to promote unhealthiness among the population? It's a genocide of the black race. Yeah. They want to kill us in any way they can. Planned Parenthood was made by Margaret Sanger, a known eugenics with the KKK. And I believe that if we saw ourselves as more, if we saw ourselves as a people and not a race, and we would treat our people better. Like if you go to a Jewish person and you say a race, it's, it almost gets confusing. They'll cut you off quickly and say, we're not a race, we're a people. Well, our people are supposed to just say, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Okay, well, what about, do you own the land that you're living in? Do you own, is the contract even in a language that's even possibly understandable right you know for your heritage you know and in america we as blacks will like down each other on how good we speak 
Oh, we gotta stop it English. because she's going off to a whole new There's thing. There's nothing wider than English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so we'll start off with the the yeah, Lizzo two part, pieces in right? There, yeah. So, so the he's basically saying that the media or Instagram or wherever most uh, people culture is promoting overweight as like that's how that's okay, that's how we should be. Yeah, it's a thing. Now, listen, and he also states this too. He goes through the detail. He's like, to each his own. If you think that that is like attractive or whatever, great, fine. But the reality is, it's clinically proven that if you are obese or overweight, that it is unhealthy. So, like, why aren't we promoting that? I think that's what he's saying. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, so what I heard him say was simply just that, right, you know, like he has no... I didn't hear him say anything negative about, like, you know, being overweight in terms of, like, oh, this is, like, you know, gross or this or that. I just simply heard him say that, okay, right, you know, like, you can, you know, do what you want to do, like what you like, whatever. He's coming from a place of, though, and for him, he's like, but it, but being overweight also leads to other medical issues. And so, therefore, if that's the case, then why are, I guess, are we promoting or making it seem as though being overweight is, is, is this really great thing? Now, where I go with that is, again, hear what he's saying. Um, and I get anyone who has that same viewpoint. I understand that coming from that perspective. On the other side of things, I think it's also a matter of just people learning and getting to a point where they can just love themselves for who they are, no matter what, and not have to, you know, be have like low self-esteem or feel, you know, just awful about themselves or this or that. And so I think when I see Lizzo, let's say, for example, when I see her out there, like I follow her on Instagram hard. So when I see her like to to me it just like i don't know to me she's actually really like inspirational to be quite honest because when i see it i'm like man she's just fu- she is just like living her fucking life she's just like so she's just like owning it she's happy she's doing shit you know like and so that just makes me happy for her and just happy to see. I get that there's that piece that he's talking about. So he's like, why is this such a fun thing that we're promoting when 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 you can actually be really like sick over something like this and actually like die? Um, whereas I'm also looking at it as, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I don't think, I think everyone's bodies are different and everyone's weight loss journey or whatever it is, is different. So therefore, there are some people in this world who, I don't know, are, you know, maybe just like genetically also, you know, like just heavier, meaning like just, you know, families and just generations of that. Uh, Maybe there's something with their metabolism. Maybe I don't know. But everyone has something different going on. So it's hard to kind of like say one thing for everybody. But I just see it as she's just happy in her own skin. And I think that that's great. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I agree. But I also hear, I, 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 I do hear the perspective he's going into. I agree. I agree. It's, it, yeah, you have to start somewhere and it, it, it's, 
a, a good starting point is to just be compassionate and understanding because you don't know what people are going through, right? Or what their genetic makeup is or how they're struggling with their weight or whatever it is, right? So so being understanding to that would be first and foremost. But then if this is this is my opinion, if we are a culture that says that we care about each individual and we want a better future, right? For our children. If you say that, then you also have to say health is part of that because there is no future if you have not if you don't have your health, right? So, and I'm not saying like we have to pinpoint out people that are overweight and whatever, but an undertone instead of like right now the undertow is like oh you know it's okay if people are overweight they can eat what they want and you know they're, they're they're good people they mean well and whatever and they're happy okay but maybe the undertone should be hey if you want to live longer and you want to have a, a healthy future with your children and you want your children to grow up with like better health healthy habits so that they're teaching the next next generation healthy habits so we can flourish in life in on earth then maybe the undertow should be hey there are these i we all understand that people are going through different things but exercise is important eating organic healthy foods well she does exercise like just pro, like yeah but obviously there's there's something there that she's not doing Obviously, I don't, I don't know that. I just know she exercises because I've okay. just seen it on Instagram. I don't know how often, but I know she does. Okay, once again, we'll not pinpointing say. people. The undertow in general, like when we just look at each other in general, doesn't even have to be a famous person. Like we all know that th that an obese person, there is something with them that is that they're doing something that is unhealthy. We all know it. Nobody wants to say it, but we know it. But nobody says it. And that's the problem. So how do you fix things? How do you change anything? You have conversations with somebody with, that has a different opinion, right? And then you take that opinion and you say, is this true? Is it not true? Maybe do some research, all these other things, you know what I'm saying? So we have a long way to go but to get to this point it, I'm wait, talking about. Wait, but I don't know if, I don't know if it's like, because something that you just said was that we all know that if you're obese, then you're doing something unhealthy. And I kind of want to touch on that because... Fine. Just because there, like, again, there are people who, let's say, have issues with their weight and who may be overweight or obese due to, again, genetic factors which and I think why is, is big, that and why is that piece. because their parents were unhealthy and their parents parents were unhealthy so if once again getting back to as a community on earth if we want a healthier future in generations then we need to start somewhere right so maybe you are right in in those instances because maybe some of it is genetic right because because then i also know people who let's say you know come came from families like that right and who've gotten with nutritionists and on strict diets and all this stuff and who've been really consistent and really great about it mm -hmm. and literally just for the life of them cannot lose the weight. Like cannot. I actually know those people, okay. you know? So then there's that. And so that's why I'm kind of like, I mean, I just All right. Like and once different... again, there there is room for being compassionate and understanding to 
the percentage of people that may encounter that type of thing, right? But th this is what I'm saying. It's just it's a humongous culture change that needs to start somewhere, right? And it may not end for another freaking 300 years, right? We may not get there for another 300 years or 100 years or whatever the hell it is. But l why can't we all just get to the point where we all like, yes, let's just all start here where we are. Let's understand where everybody is, be compassionate, understanding to everybody's in particular situations because everybody has a specific situation like you're talking about. But wouldn't it be better as a culture if the the underlying theme and, and, and motivation for everybody is to be more healthy because that's actually thinking of the future and caring about the community and caring about each other? Well, yeah, I mean, like, again, That's really caring. Yeah, again, I completely get that. You could, um, the, the, the fake care is the, oh, she's fat, but she's having a great time and she's fine. That's the fake caring. Well, yeah, I think that, I mean, so with one of my best friends, right? She used to be like 300 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. um, and before she decided to get the gastric, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'll never forget this day. She was like, her and I were hanging out. We're like, you know, in college. So we're like smoking weed and just like munching on shit, you know? And she was my eating partner back in the day too. Because, eating partner? Yeah, man. Because we would just smoke weed all the time. We just had the munchies so much. And we would mm -hmm. just like go out and just like eat and get high. And um, But she looked at me one day and she was like, hey girl, I need like your honest truth. And I was like, what's up? And she was like, okay should I get the gastric because I'm really scared and I don't know what to do and I feel like da-da-da-da. And I'll never forget this day. I looked at her and I was like, look, I love you and you're fucking beautiful and you're a rock star, but I am concerned about your health and if getting the gastric will help in any way with your eating habits and your health and can, you know, help you to just live a longer, healthier life because you do lose the weight, then pff, fucking do it. Right. For some and so I, and yeah. and so we did have that conversation. She ended up getting it. Um and um, you know, I mean it worked out really well for her. But so yeah, like you, you know, like like I would have been fine like either way, you know, yeah, yeah. like either way, she was still my best friend. It's like either way, it doesn't matter. Um it was really her decision. But for me, when I was speaking to her, I was coming from, again, that health aspect of, like, I want you to be around for as long as right. possible because you're my fucking best friend. So, again, if this surgery is going to help that. Right. First off, that, that's, that's a real good friend that actually cares. You in that situation, right? Second off, yes. I mean, maybe uh, gastro bypass for certain individuals gastro. that gastric bypass that for certain individuals that maybe it's a genetic thing that you can't lose weight, blah, blah, blah. That's a good starting point. You go ahead and do that and then you start the healthy lifestyle. And that doesn't necessarily right? take for everybody. I'm it may not, but I mean, whatever. It's it's It steps in whatever direction. It's in, in a healthy direction. Like, we all shouldn't care about weight. Meaning, like, that should be the last thing we care about. It should more be about health. Like, there's people that are 300 pounds and completely healthy and fucking ripped, you know, football players and shit like that, right? That doesn't mean that they're, like, 
it's it's a number. Who cares? It's some people have bigger bones and are taller or whatever. They're they're just gonna be bigger, you know. But it's all about like optimal health at whatever body frame you have, you know. That should be the underlying thoughts of everybody when we're talking about health and seeing people happy and and loving one another and actually caring about people and the future. That's what we should be thinking of. And spinning it back, I believe that that's kind of what Kanye is talking about, although he kind of goes a little deeper. And this is where he is very strong about the black community because he's, in his eyes, he's talking about all this shit from a black person's perspective Perspective and wanting to save that particular group. Right. Which is great because right. he he's doing it in the right way too. He's not shitting on other groups or anything like that, right? He's like, This is these are my people and I want them to I wanna bring them up to another level with me and, and keep going, right? And that's great. And maybe we need a Kanye West of every race, maybe. I don't know. But me in particular, when I talk about these things, I talk about it, I don't I don't even see black, white Asian, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It, that's why for me particularly, I'm like, all lives matter because I literally think that way. I don't ever, ever think about race ever. And, and, you know, I, whoops, I was, uh, I was a kid that, that got racially picked on when I was a kid, but it doesn't matter to me. That's, you know what I think about? I think of those kids fucking parents were fucking raised by other people who lived in a era where there were slaves and it was like normal and that's how you treated people and they'd never figured it out it took a long time for to get out of the system and it's finally starting to but um it doesn't that see i just spun off like kanye you know anyways let's move on to the next one right well the quick thing going back to that so again i think that the narrative whenever Kanye speaks from other people is a lot of like how he's basically like against his race and the whole entire nine. Mm. But I do think this is one of those situations what I'm hearing um, is just, again, like some people think of things coming from this angle. Some people think of things coming from this angle. Some people think of things coming from this angle. Some people think of things coming from this angle. We got different angles to come at something. Mm. Not one angle is, there's not like, in my mind, there's no like right or wrong angle. It's just a different way of getting there. If it all gets to the same outcome. outcome, Right, right, right. So so for, for, for Kanye, I just feel like he's coming at it from, again, one of those different angles. And I think the majority, let's say, of people probably come from like these angles, we'll say, whatever these angles are, you know, and Kanye's coming from like this angle, which to other people can sound nuts, but actually what he's saying- They gotta hear the whole thing in context. Yeah, you have to hear the whole entire thing. And then he starts going into Planned Parenthood, which is the other piece of it. Yeah. um, And talking about, you know, how it was founded or how it was started, right, by- uh, Margaret Margaret Sanger, Sanger, right? And she was into eugenics and the whole entire nine and white supremacy. And then, you do, I don't think he says this in this clip, but then he goes on and he says that, you know, one of the reasons why he's 
pro-life besides being religious, but one of the reasons why, and also another one of the reasons why he thinks that Planned Parenthood is out to just destroy the African-American population is because when I guess you look at the percentage of African-Americans who get abortions versus maybe white or any other race, it's higher. And so in his mind, again, because it was also founded coming from that place of eugenics and white supremacy, he's like, well, fuck that. Why then do I want my people going to a place like that to go get abortions and to continue to kill off African-American life? Mm. That's how that's where he's coming from. He's like, for that, fuck it. I'd rather just have a whole fucking, uh, you know, organization, something set up where, hey, look, you don't want to have the baby. Okay, I understand that. Come here. We will do we will take control. Like, I'll help you do whatever it is that you want to do type of thing. And again, he's coming from that angle of. In his mind, it's helping the black race, right? And allowing the African-American population to grow versus not. That's right. where I hear him coming from, right, from right, right. that angle, which is here, okay? Which might not be your angle or this angle or, you know. So he, yeah, he is actually executing on this right now. He is developing. Did he, did he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. developing the, these facilities where... say, uh, you know, 18-year-old mom, you know, can't have the kid or afford to have the kid or whatever, and instead of going to Planned Parenthood and getting an abortion, they just have the baby at this facility where they have nurses and doctors and whatever and uh, shelter and food and all this other stuff, and through the whole process, they'll take care of them, give give birth to the kid, and then the mother goes on her way, and the kid just stays there and and learns functional skills in life to be a productive member of society. That's what he wants to do. Um, I think it's amazing, and I, I hope that he opens it up to not just black people, to all kinds of people, right? Because you know, I get it from his perspective, and he is probably correct. I will say that he is correct that uh, black people are are more um, prone, I guess. To I'm not, not going to say that he. I don't to, know really, to, but to, I'm to, just to, to getting abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he says that you know there's there's more black people babies getting aborted than than any other race. Any other race so yeah. it's probably true because of the the system and how it's structured with the, the economic system and, and all this other stuff. There's a lot of details involved in that that I won't get into. But there's a reason why it's the black community that is that that's that's that they have the highest numbers. But there are also obviously other communities, Latin communities, the white people, everybody who have abortions that maybe they didn't really want to and but they just couldn't afford it and figure it out or whatever, whatever, you know? And those people should have a voice as well, right? Kanye is the voice of those people for the black community. Well, he's trying. He's trying. Well, he to wants people, to. I don't think. Right. Well, maybe he's not. The I, don't I don't know. Maybe don't he is. Think, maybe he's not. I don't, I don't know. People see but that's that what way. that's what he is trying to do. And he doesn't even care whether he's like this person that's known for this. Really, he's just doing it. He's got the money to do it, so he's fucking doing it. Right, and anybody that wants to go to his schools or his, uh, you know, anti-abortion uh, you know, clinics or whatever, then you can go. But he's he's not trying to be like famous for that shit. You know, he's I, that's what I think. I think he's just doing it because yeah, he's got the money. I didn't. I mean, that's and, not the impression. And he's got a vision. Of he doesn't what he need wants. to be famous for it. He's already. 
Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, that's that's why I, I just he 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 specifically talks about the black community, but I am also saying that there are all types of races that the exact same thing is happening to them, but maybe not at at, at such a high number. But this is why I see. I don't, I don't see color or race or anything. It's just like if you're in the, the position that he's talking about uh, of, of whatever it is, and it doesn't matter what color you are in my mind, you know, um, that's, that's my only difference with him. But he is, he's in my, what I see is standing up for the black community, which is great, I think. And maybe, like I said, there needs to be an Asian version of him or a fucking white version of him or whatever that's doing the exact same thing. And there are people doing that. You the know, other just part not high profile too, then, like and then we can wrap up, but it's just the thought that I had about the first part of this, which is talking about the whole Lizzo thing, like where he throws me off. Like I, again, I follow what he says. I hear it. You know, I hear what he's saying. I don't agree with everything. But when he gets to the it's demonic part, that's where... Right. Well, I mean, that's his thought. Uh, right. It's, it's and his it's, perspective. it's very, yeah. That's where you lose me. Yes. Be, well, I mean, some of the stuff, some stuff I would agree is demonic. Like, you can't, like, figure out, like, why these things are happening and why everybody's cool with it, right? He thinks it's because of, like, like the devil or something like that or, or whatever, whatever he thinks, right? But, um, there are definitely yin and yangs going on in the world, right? And um, bad, you need the bad to see the good, right? That's how I see it. Kanye is basically like trying to fight evil here, you know? In, in his, right. In his in way, his. for in the name of Jesus, which is... Kind of what you're talking about, like this, this like roundabout way of like still getting the same outcome. Now I'm okay with getting the same, like you can come from any angle and perspective, but like, as long as you're not harming anybody else and you still get to the same outcome that everybody, fine. If you, if you want to base it all around God and whatever, but you're still positively impacting the world and you're not shitting on anybody else to get there fuck it do it you know can't hate on that that's my perspective on that next clip next clip obama met with me and my mama obama to say that he was running for office back in 2008 um and that he wanted the support and everybody was so into this idea of the black president and we were always, you're always cool. And it's also like, you know, how many, how many of us are there? You know, Obama level, Yay level, you know, Virgil level, uh, just black, you know, so brilliant that we cut through all of the lines of racism like you just can't get rid of us Nat King Cole level uh Dave Chappelle level so in some place we'd have to be friends and get along because it's like yo you're at that level 
you're like a you know Formula One Lewis Hamilton race car driver. We're still driving a white car, but we're the best race car drivers uh, that ever existed. And that was that was me and Obama's connection. But soon as I wasn't saying the things that I was supposed to say as a rapper, uh, our connection faded. So you don't talk to him anymore? I'll talk to him if I see him. Yeah. But I guarantee you he see me. <laughs> I don't even know him. I just thought it sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, see, the guy's funny, too, and he's like, he's not so serious all the time. Um... I thought that this was another clip that was going to go into something else. I mean, you, we could we, we could touch on this. We thought it was going to go into the BLM. Oh, did we? Well, I really... He... I don't think I found it. I thought he was... So he talks about um, connecting Big Pharma. That's not this clip. Yeah, I know, but Wait, I thought you it do was. Have it. You do have it. It's not this clip. Do I have it? Are yeah, you sure? Go on to the other the one. The next... This this one is not it. I know that's that one's not it. What the kids are eating, who the kids are hanging out with. Ray Kurzweil said we have the information needed to have a human utopia, but we're led by the least noble, most greedy people. Uh, you're right. There's a solution that can bring happiness to so many more people. I even had this idea about you know the connection of big pharma to farms by having localized farms. With more localized farms, you can use less pesticides. If you have less pesticides, then you have less diseases. And have Big Pharma invest in the local farms and they'll actually make more money. I'm not one of the people that go up and say, hey, I want to stop anybody from making money. The people that make money and the powers that be, I am your true Nikolai Tesla. And I'm not even a scientist. So, um, all right. I was going to touch on, like, the Obama thing real quick, too, but, like, So go back whatever. and do the Obama no, thing. No, 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 no. It's... I think he, he's basically, what he's trying to say is that there is this, there's people at that level, right? And he thinks that they actually... Black people, he's saying. Yeah, black people specifically. That He thinks that this is why he wasn't so super excited about Obama, because he knew that the establishment, the, the system was utilizing him, Obama, as this tool. A representative. Right, 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 right. To, to kind of... I don't even. It, this gets really deep. That's why I kind of didn't want to like touch on it too Basically, much. Basically, he was just saying that. I mean, what I heard him say was that you know, in his view, Obama again was like a BLM, was a Black Lives Matter manager. You know, was someone who again somebody out there, someone making who can, sure someone who can relate to the white population. The white population's yep. good also, and 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 can like him, but at the same keep time, everybody yeah, calm. But at the same time, still has that black kind of you know thing because he's black. But then you know, but then and so then it's like he's not so overwhelming. Like he's not so overwhelmingly black is what I'm gonna say. Basically, right, right. Like in all honesty, but, you but, know. Um, but I'm sure so, I'm sure Obama had some very. 
uh, aggressive opinions in one way or another on certain topics and stuff, but he probably held him bit his tongue on certain situations because politically or like, you know, for the, the country or whatever, it wasn't a good idea for him to say I certain think things. All presidents have to do that. So it's not well, even just, yeah. Trump didn't. Well, right. Eh. I think love him or hate him. I actually think that I actually think that there was someone holding him back. Just to, I actually think that was probably him holding back. <laughs> that was Trump holding back, guys. Right, right, right. That was Trump holding back. That, that's exactly. But I see why Kanye West likes him, likes Trump, oh. because they just speak their mind. They say whatever is happening. This is the truth. This what, or at least the truth in their in minds their mind. of what's going on. Um, so then, touching on what he was saying pharma before, is Big Pharma, he, his idea is that, like, you know, Big Pharma invest in local communities because they're – because think about it. Right now, like, organic, local, uh, farm-to-table food, that is the shit right now. That's what everybody fucking wants, right? And imagine if Big Pharma invested in that and, and had all kinds of restaurants across the fucking United States or or just – they own, you know, whatever. They invested in the farmland and the communities and stuff. They would be quadrillionaires, right? But this is the point, and I don't know if he was making this point, and I don't think so, but this is the point that I'm making is that they don't, they don't give a fuck about money. They already got God money, right? It's about control, right? So the reason why the big pharma com companies don't do that shit is because they they don't give a fuck about the people. They don't give a fuck about the people. They don't give a fuck about the money. They don't give a fuck about people's health. Nothing. They care about control over the population via via money, but also via pharmaceuticals and and perpetuating this like sick culture needs. So you just kind of stay on this medication and dumb down, and you don't fight back the government and, and all this other shit um, because you're just fucking high or whatever, you know, or lethargic from the fluoride or I'm going down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but like, um, th this is a, this is a red flag to anybody that thinks the pharmaceutical companies actually give a fuck about your health. Why aren't they doing that? Because they can make a quadrillion dollars like Kanye just said. And help all the world be more healthier and care about people's health. They're, they haven't been doing it because they don't give a fuck. But I feel like, is that like, that's already known, that big pharma. Oh. Is, is, isn't that known? Really? Then why did everybody rush to get these untested vaccines from all the big pharma well, companies? Fear. Why did they rush fear. to go do that? Huh? Fear outweighs lots of things. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, for example, I so we all vaccine. trusted we all. So you just said, don't we already believe that they don't give a fuck? I mean, well, OK, so if that's true, then why did we trust them to make the fucking vaccines that didn't even fucking work? Well, because it wasn't really us. It was the government got with them and then was like, hey, look, da -da -da, yeah, but we could all whatever. just be like, fuck I that mean, shit. Not take right, them because we don't trust were, the pharmaceutical companies, right. which we haven't trusted but them forever. The point forever. I'm making, though, is that people were most likely scared because fear was injected into many of us and yeah. fear at a very high level will freaking override 
a lot of let's logical say knowledge thoughts. and logical that you already have right because fear is irrational so that's why everybody still including myself <laughs> went out and got the vaccine right. because it was like Fah! but now they now and then but at the same time that doesn't mean that i didn't know that i've been known that big pharma world. i mean come on so now those thoughts are probably coming back in now now that people have had time to sit back and and view the pharmaceutical companies for what they really are and and see that they're making all this fucking money and the the vaccines didn't even work and not only did the vaccines not work they you don't know what the fuck that shit's going to do well, to you in 5 10 years yeah, what are the side goes, effects right because it was untested for like the people because there are people out there who also got like are getting the boosters like continuing to get the boosters whereas i'm like Stopped at the first one. There was no point. I mean, I'm still getting. Everyone's still getting it. I guess it's even with fucking nothing, six, but... seven boosters. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. I mean, but no. I mean, I just that like I was kind of being sarcastic when I said that, but at the same time, I'm like, I actually thought that that was actually like a known thing to many people now. That big that we all know that big farm. We did all know that. We did all know that. <laughs> You know, but, but then all but, of a sudden, but it, everybody's shitting their pants, sudden, and they're like, "Who'll save us?" It's not all. It's not all of a sudden. It's again when we're dealing with fear at a high level. Well, that wasn't all of a sudden thing. Right. It was what corona a happened. A yeah. rational, fear-based thought thought process comes from the emotional part of the brain. It mm -hmm. Doesn't come from the logical part of the brain. So right. You know. Uh, oh excuse my God, me. God, that was. Very not Kanye. Like, I don't think Kanye would. I don't think he would burp in an interview. Well, nobody said I was trying to be like Kanye. I'm just saying. So. <laughs> what if he sees this podcast and he's like, oh, <laughs> ew, he burped. Gross. No, you know what Kanye's going to say? He's be like, that motherfucker's real. He doesn't give a fuck. He's burping on. I said, excuse me. So get out of here. I don't know. Everyone's it got, happens. Everyone's got limits. You know? I'm, I'm human. <laughs> Everybody's burped in their life. If you tell me that you've never burped, you're a liar. Everyone's got limits. All right. Do we have but, one more clip? Uh, this is actually a, a clip from. This is the sa sa same clip as before, as one of these other ones. So, no, we don't. Oh, okay. But uh, I think we've we've pretty we've, covered a lot. I mean, we he did said cover, a lot. There's he, a lot more, but there's a lot more. He does also throw like lots of references to like his family and stuff, which. That's why we didn't put any of those clips in there because, to, to, to be honest, that's none of my business, um, what's going on in his family. And I don't really think it's, like, for me, all that relevant to what I'm trying to get out of it. For him, it is. So he's making connections with his family and what's going on or whatever. But, right. um, you know. Well, he makes – I think he does make good connections when he's talking about, like, his, his, like, children and stuff because you could tell that Kanye is a person that is thinking about his kid's future. Like for real, and his right, kids. But people kids. would think that he's not, which is where I think some people think that you're probably not. Right, <laughs> probably. Know? Like, like for example, with with the whole not getting the vaccines, you know, like you're yeah. very. You well, know? I was proven Whereas that it was. Would be like, for, oh my god, you're you're harming your child, and you're like, actually, I'm saving and protecting my child. Right. So that's where he's. And at time, only time will tell these things. You know what I'm saying? And a couple years after Corona. Me and uh, our daughter have not gotten COVID. I mean, what did she get? It? She got she it got once. She got COVID with me, but, but she was fine. perfectly Every time she, she was perfectly it. fine, and I have yet to test positive for it, and I have not gotten the vaccine. I've gotten it three times, guys. <laughs> and <laughs> she's got the vaccine, vaccine and a booster. I don't have a booster. Oh, you, don't, you didn't get that. All right, no, no. so oh, you should have gotten ten boosters, and then you, then you wouldn't have gotten it. I guess so. 
Who knows? No, no, actually, we know people that have gotten the boosters and they've gotten it too. Yeah, my dad. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. It's like, so, so still to this day, I'm still like the crazy person, but the stupid one that doesn't dying. give a fuck. That's what people will say to you. Well, I didn't die either, you know, and, no. and neither did my daughter. That's what people and say. The number of people are. Yeah. The death well, rate's gone down. I'm just probably at you with most, what you, most with what, you know, likely because of the technology, and we've we've learned how to manage this thing. Like initially, they were putting everybody on respirators, which was actually fucking killing people. Right? Remember that? I mean, I remember it being talked about. I, 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 I it's hard for me to say like yes, that's what was happening because I was I don't really I don't yeah. I don't know like fact when it comes to that. <sighs> And I feel like I never know fact. You know why? Because I can never really truly believe anyone's side of anything when it comes to what's what's being shown on, you know. Yeah, no, I agree with so that. And then it's so hard for me to like really I'm like, I don't know. So at some point then you just gotta like live my life. Which is actually what which is actually what I'm doing. I'm trying to work on for myself being a great, like, see, this is what I've been doing in the world, right? While everyone's kind of been just like, I don't know, in their state of whatever through all this craziness in the world, what I've been doing is I've been really um, reflecting. Mm. I've been working on being just a better person in general because that's what I want to be. So I've been working on being a better friend being a better mother, being a better wife, being a better therapist, being a better everything. Um, and that's basically just been yeah, my focus. Well, that's great. I think that's great. Uh, I just want to state that if at this point, two years later after COVID, right, mm -hmm. if all these, if the vaccines were working, nobody was getting COVID again, mm -hmm. I'd go get the vaccine. If they were working. Yeah. Well, right. But they're, so they've I bet, proven to... Right. So, so my whole point was like by not getting it was like, all right, I'm just going to live my life and chill out and, and figure this thing out and let it play out, you know, instead of being fearful and jumping in and like getting the vaccine, even though it's untested and all this other stuff. Because for me, there were more risks in taking it for the future than not taking it for now because I'm younger, I'm healthy, you know, and then, a, and for our daughter as well, she, th there were virtually well, now no I feel, cases. I mean, what, what, I, like when it first came out, yes, not tested at this point though, years later, I feel like now it's obviously, well, of course at yeah, this I mean, point now, but it's too now. late for everybody that took it, you know oh, what I'm right, saying? Yeah. So, and they're so also that's what, modifying, like there's like what, like newer versions of the booster now, I guess someone's told me where it's like, you know, they're coming out with new stuff all the time. One day they'll get there, though. One day they will finally get it right, and they will make a vaccine that actually will truly prevent from getting COVID. Not like, oh, you'll get COVID, but it won't be so bad. It'll actually do what a vaccine I thought was supposed to do. You know what's better right? than a vaccine? A fucking oh. healthy immune system. That's important, yeah. Yeah. That's very important. So once again, the industry the pharmaceutical companies the healthcare practitioners like why isn't everybody which i think also not to cut you up but i think that's also why i've gotten it more than you guys um because my immune system compared to you and soul actually is worse so think about it i was a smoker for 
uh, I don't smoke anymore and I haven't in four or five years, but still, like I was a smoker from the age of what, 11 to like uh, five years ago. So 35, right? Um, 36, you know, so that's a long time. So I have that. Also, I ate like shit, you know, five, four years ago. uh, I have ulcerative colitis, colitis, which is an immune, immune, yeah, I have it. That's an immune, autoimmune deficiency. So I also have that as well, but like, well, no, we don't know if you have colitis. I don't, I don't know if I have colitis. I definitely have autoimmune issues though, right? But because I'm highly aware of it and I'm like constantly trying to stay up on different probiotics, all this other stuff um, that, you know, maybe uh, I've been doing it longer than you. Yeah, for sure. uh, I've still been having to manage the autoimmune issues and stuff that I have, but um, it's it's at a, a pretty solid level. Whereas you, you got COVID not that long ago, like a month ago. and Not even. I had it a few weeks ago. What are you yeah. talking about? And I, I didn't have it. We slept in the same bed. We slept in the same kissed, bed, kissed. Like, nothing. I did wear a mask. I was perfectly fine. In house for everybody else just because I didn't want did to get it. Did the test. Aaliyah says I didn't do it right, but whatever. I didn't do it right. I still was negative. If, if I had and it, it would have was fucking... negative too, so. Yeah. And so, so was my the, mom. S- <laughs> Well, she got the boosters, she the boosters right? She got, she got all the, the boosters. boosters. Oh. So there we go. The boosters or nothing. Build your immune system. Anyways. Um, yeah, so just wrapping up with Kanye for a sec. Um, again, I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate everyone's brain and everyone's, you know, just self and just who people are and what they think i think it's great regardless because it adds to just the world and if anything it helps me to learn more about the world or myself or again just kind of be in my mind better um so you know i don't look at it so much as as like a negative thing um but you know, thank you, Kanye, for, I guess, the interview that you did. And, you know, just like, you, you can't, listen, you, you can't shit on the fact that he speaks his opinion, he speaks his perspective, he speaks, he's, vi- I mean, and hey, I, 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 I think that's great. So. I, th- I think when you listen to people like Kanye or, <laughs> I don't know, what? Anybody, uh, uh, even like an Elon Musk or um, even like a Trump, whatever, you have to take the whole thought process and maybe put it into like percentage, like a hundred, hundred percent is the whole thing, right? And and there's going to be a certain percentage of what they're saying that you disagree with and think is crazy and stupid and illogical or whatever, right? And you. Decide what that percentage is, right? <laughs> and usually, I mean, with the, particularly with the Kanye West interview here, I would say like I agree with like eighty percent of what he's saying, maybe even more, right? But there's a few things, the way he says things, or maybe like the the how he injects like the religion into everything, and or or how he like seems to not stay focused on topic but he does if you like really you keep really listening to, really right listen, yeah. um like i i wish kanye would just kind of 
say something, go deep into that one topic, and then switch topics and move on to the next. But thing. you don't. You you, you but, do the same you know, thing Kanye does. I do, I do, but I recognize, like, like I did it a couple times while we were talking, right? And I recognize, all right, I'm going to a rabbit hole right now, so I'm going to bring it back, and then I try to stay focused. This is I, why I, I relate to him. I, I get it. I actually it. think, to be quite honest, from listening to this interview in particular with Kanye, he's more, more and listening so to you speak. I think he's, but although he does go around like this, and he and he takes different ways of getting there, yeah. I think he's way more. Um, calm when he speaks it so therefore the energy is not so mm. you when you speak the energy is like and then you're like and i'm over here and then i'm over here and then I, and so it seems all over the place whereas him it doesn't even bother me that much because he's he, you could tell he's calm when he's doing it mm. and there's no like anxiety energy with it so it's very much just like yeah this is where i'm at he'll stop maybe I'm the bipolar he'll one. think right and then he goes into it, and then maybe it's somewhere else because he had another thought or whatever, but it's still kind of just a, you're like... Maybe that's how I'll be when I'm a billionaire. Maybe. Get that. He doesn't He doesn't really worry about it. He's got so much money that he can say whatever he wants and not... Like, like he's not... Like, I might subconsciously be in a position where I'm like, all right, I only have this one podcast to fucking every couple of weeks to, like, get my information out there of what i want to say so i'm trying to you speak like this all the time even outside the podcast okay so wherever just where (laughs) i'm at in life right where i'm at in life is like i only have a certain audience right like my close friends whoever listens to the podcast the videos whatever you know and and i'm like i need to like hurry up and try to like maybe you need to just actually just like Breathe and just like let it kind of go wherever it's going to go. And then if people don't hear you or don't really grasp what you're saying or don't get it, guess what? Oh, I'm sorry you didn't, you weren't able to really get everything I was saying. Maybe we could pick this up another time, you know? Like, but like, like you're so pressured when you speak. That's what it is. I guess pressured so. when you speak. Well, I like, also would like to have like a three hour long podcast, but it always ends up being like well, an hour, hour and 20 minutes, you know? Which I get and I understand, but once again, I have that in my mind as well. I know. Plus, I have you, and this isn't just my podcast, so it's like you also have to get your point across, which I openly allow and give you time to say what you want to say, and then we have a conversation. So the, I, I, I just feel compressed for getting the information out, whereas Kanye can literally like go out side of his front door and like say three words and those three words go across America in two seconds. Well, he also knows that people are going to like, for example, this interview, Tucker Carlson starts off by saying the whole thing, he was like, in his mind, he was going to go there and just talk to Kanye. It was going to take about, I don't know, 45 minutes. They ended up doing this for two hours. Because you have three hours he spoke and and he was like, we didn't shut down. We just continued just to talk because right, there's so much in his so much in his mind mm. that there's no way you can speak to him and, and 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 get you know a lot out of him in 45 minutes no we're just beginning <laughs> 45 minutes we just started the fucking conversation you know yeah and honestly that's that's kind of how i feel with this like yeah. i was looking at the time and i saw like you know 33 minutes mm-hmm. and then i saw 45 and i was like i haven't even gotten close to like, even, what no. i wanted to yeah. fucking say about any of this shit yeah yeah. all this stuff i've compressed all of it like we could have a full podcast on one of these clips 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So this is why. I mean, in my brain, this is my brain working like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was another clip on here about his mental illness piece where I guess Tucker asks him like, okay, so what about you? Like, what's going on? Because that seems to be the you're bipolar, you're this, you're that. And I feel like in this interview, he said it was a misdiagnosis. He said it was a yeah. He said he was he was improperly diagnosed. Because but, of what he was going through at the time wasn't taken into consideration. Right. Um, but when he was on David Letterman uh, on Netflix, he did say that he was diagnosed bipolar. But that, that was two years ago or whatever. When right. Um, and then he was hospitalized the whole entire night. And, so, and, and, and there was like a kind of like admitting to the fact that he was and that there was a... So I don't know. Again, that's so hard to comment on because I'm not in his life. I don't know him. I don't know anything about what goes on. All I know is just what we see. And again, even on this interview, you can tell that it was still cut up. So he was saying a lot more, obviously, mm. outside of this interview than what we saw, you know. Um, so, you know, we, we always have to consider that as well. But I don't know. I don't know what's what. Um, I do think that that is a good point to make, though. I do think that making the point of, right, I mean, this is someone who is very high level fame, you know, and all the stuff that goes along with that and da 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 and whatever it else is that he was going through, I can see how someone could 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 could, you know, definitely have, you know, some episodes due to XYZ and have it not necessarily be someone who's bipolar. Um but I even as a clinician I can't say that because I don't you you can't speak on someone's mental illness when you don't know them, you know? And you're only going based on like what you see or whatever, you know. Um, that's like the same thing with. Well, I guess actually, this is where I'm gonna. Con- this is where I've contradicted myself actually, because when we went into the our very first episode about Trump, right, mm-hmm. and we were talking about Trump, there's a lot of narcissist stuff, you know, get thrown out there. So mm. I forgot, and I don't know what I said in that episode about Trump. But again, even with him. It's hard to really, I, I don't know him. I don't, I have never met him in his life. I have never had a conversation with him. All I know is obviously from what I see on TV and the news and everything like that. So based on that, you know, then I can see how people can definitely diagnose him a narcissist. But I think that someone did say he was actually diagnosed a narcissist. Trump or? Trump. Kanye. Oh. Um, like he was actually. I, you can get diagnosed a, or, a, car- a narcissist? That's a per. That's an that's access thing? to personality disorder. Yes. Oh. Narcissistic personality disorder. Absolutely. I thought narcissism was just like a. Descri- a description. Well, see. Description. I'm so glad you said this before we wrap up because mm. people use it such as that mm. when they're talking to again someone who may have an elevated ego or someone who again just feels that what they're saying is right and you know just any kind of characteristic like that. So people now just take the word narcissism like they do bipolar for someone who's having you know mood fluctuations or whatever and they throw it out there as though it's, it's like oh, okay that's what it is, but no like. Narcissistic personality disorder is an actual diagnosis in the DSM for access to, and there is a specific set of criteria that you must meet mm. in order to be diagnosed that. So, right. well, speaking of narcissism, <laughs> I need <laughs> no, this. No, 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 no this no, is a good no, time. No, no, no. Our daughter's still sleeping. Oh we have God. a little time. I think this is a good 
outlet oh god to get this out because i i need this to be documented right oh my god why do you need this to be documented because i just i just need it out there for uh whoever you know maybe soul when she gets older to to look back at this uh or whatever you know you didn't save the video oh it, it don't worry about it it's fine what? so we're not on instagram anymore by the way um so the like last week, I came to this understanding of myself uh, because I've been referenced as narcissistic or having tendencies of that, right? Still, I mean, I kind of see it, but I don't really. But anyways, this is this is my conclusion to that, and after this. I will no longer Mark, have Mark any kind of yeah. issues with narcissism or have any self-doubt or whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? Because I've also ran this by you before. So I wrote this down because I feel like this is a, a, a great description of how my mind works and why it could be confused with being narcissistic, <laughs> okay? So I wrote down, I am constantly trying to better myself in every possible way. I also figure things out through conversation, right? I am constantly stress testing myself and my thoughts and the way I think. I want to hear negative or differing opinions about who, who people think I am so I can adjust and make modifications as I go along, right? This comes off as talking about myself, quote unquote, narcissism, right? But I am actually learning about myself and modifying my perspective on everything about myself through the feedback of others. And I'm trying to do it in like a positive way. So if like somebody says I'm a narcissist or somebody says uh, whatever about me, like, like you just said how I... Um, kind of uh, go off topic and I don't bring it back around. I'm going to take that into consideration and I'm going to try to implement something into my life to, to modify that a little bit, right? And it might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen a month from now, but it'll slowly happen over time as I incorporate it, right? Um, so although the narcissist, quote unquote, comments I get from others is it is actually it kind of hurts my feelings also it slows my progress down because they are coming to a false conclusion without really trying to understand what i'm doing it creates a, it actually like creates like this like feedback loop of like uh, just because i want to like talk about it then it's like i'm a narcissist because i want to talk about why you think that i'm a narcissist right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um it's really all about me, uh, the way that I communicate and the way that I learn about myself and better myself is through communication. And I'm constantly, as I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, uh, if they're talking about me or ways that they think about me or if I, you know, then I take that in, I absorb it, I think about it, I process, and then sometimes I might incorporate it if I, if I believe that to be true or not. Um, but I'm not like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, everything's got to be about me and we got to talk about me. I'm like, 
hold on, you're saying you don't like something about me. Let's talk about this more so I can fix that. That's, that's my narcissism, quote unquote. Just wanted to put that out there for everybody. <laughs> Do you want to give a quick little thought on that? Or? I've already, I think that that was a very well thought out, communicated, you know. Is it narcissistic because I just read that and recorded it? I don't think it's narcissistic <laughs> as I just, I just, I know that. I still, till this day, I have not seen anything different, will, you know, always have this thought about you that you do actually like attention and you like it to be on yourself. And You I, like attention I, more than I like it. Hold on. I know that to be true because I myself also like attention. We that wouldn't have a podcast if you didn't like some level of attention. And so whenever I see <laughs> you always having to redirect things to go back to you... I just think it's funny. That's all. <laughs> That's it. And whereas I believe that you are further along than I am in certain things, when it comes to the attention piece and the reassurance piece, because I know that that's been me, I've just also been working on that piece a lot longer than you. Mm. And so when I smile... Or like, seems like I'm laughing when you're doing what I what I believe you to be doing. It's just because I know what you're doing, and because that's the shit that I used to do heavily. So that's kind of just why. But like in, in a public site, say I don't know, your family's over or we're out somewhere. My like, family also believes that you also love to talk about yourself because they've said it several <laughs> times. So and also whenever no, you you bring, know who likes to talk when about I, some Milton. Whenever you bring something back, where do you think I got it from? <laughs> Whenever you bring something back to you, there's lots of eye rolling. Well, now I kind of do it just for fun because it's funny now, and now everybody thinks that, so I like purposefully do it because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my whole point, uh, there's a lot of things like like if we're in in like a group setting with friends or family or whatever, and like from my perspective, if if, if in that setting, I'm going to like either talk shit about somebody's opinion or like disagree with them or something like that, then I'm willing to go down that fucking road as far as you want to, we'll fucking talk until tomorrow, right? So before I even make my comment of whatever I'm going to say, I'm ready to go down that road. I don't think a lot of people are ready to go down that road. So when, so people will, side say something like oh yeah yeah you're always like that and i'm like oh what do you mean i'm always like that what always like what da, 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 right and they think it's like it's a side thing that they could just you could just say and nobody will care whereas i'm like hold on you think something about me let's have this conversation right now because you just brought it up not me and that's where it goes that is still like attention on me, bring it back to me. I mean, I think it's. So I should allow anybody to just say whatever they want and just be like, well, okay, well, that's what you think, I guess. Instead of like, what if it, like, if, especially if it's like family members and stuff, right? If they think a certain way, I'm going to see these people for the rest of my fucking life. I know. It's so just, let's figure it's this not shit out. It's just the attention thing. It's just you also are very like 
razor focused and obsessive with stuff. So once you hear something or get on something, it's so hard for you to just like drop it. So it just becomes this like huge thing. And then that's when everyone's like, ah, oh, eye roll. But we can talk about this forever and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to be, enough. I just want to bring responsibility back to the people that are saying okay. things to all, and not even about me. If you're going to go side say something about somebody in public or whatever, you better be prepared to go down that fucking it's road. Have a long conversation about it. You should be prepared. You should be prepared. Not that you're you you're going to be or whatever, but if you in a logical society where we all communicate our feelings and fucking actually figure things out on the spot, you, you should be ready to go down that as path. I'm thinking about this, I feel like the reason why I don't feel the need to go down that path with people, if anyone does say or has said something about me, that's a, is because I know everything that they're saying. So, like, someone could be like, mm. "Oh my god, yeah. you're such this," and I'm like, "I know." <laughs> like, there's no, there's no need to. I don't need to get into it with you because I fucking know. I've been working on this for you know. Like, well, by the by the way, so like what I do actually creates avoidance. So because they eventually get to know that if they say anything to me, that they don't want to go down that road, so they just don't. They just, they don't. just keep it in. Which is even worse in my brain. Well, they eye roll and it comes out through all that stuff. Right, and because then they look... to talk to you about it because you go like so crazy with it. So it's just like, forget it, man. What is crazy? What do you mean crazy? Like so, that's just like a comment I'm saying, but so like energy so like and then like some people just wanted to just take a break and like you're like, there's no break. We have to talk about it until you pass out. It's like, oh my God. I guess. I mean, it's... Again, we could like sit that. here and talk yeah. about you forever, <laughs> but I don't have time for that because I just don't feel like it. I have to figure and out. I a way. have to get to TJ Maxx Home Goods. I have to buy a new rug. What I have to do is I have to figure out a way to, to talk about these topics that are familiar to me and and my life about somebody else. Like if we were sitting here talking about like Kanye West having this issue, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I don't know why Kanye." Because we talk about this thing about you all the time. But it's not really—it's not necessarily about me. It's my—it's my vision of like how to really better the world. Really, I hear you. Like, doesn't everybody? Nobody wants to be confused in 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 conversation, right? Then you should fucking be willing to have any type of conversation and actually understand people, right? This is where you're losing people I right know. now. People are, have stopped listening. They've pressed pause. <laughs> They're no longer into this <laughs> podcast. So let's wrap up. Whatever. Um, See, thanks for and once again, the today. reason why I need to speed through shit, because there we go. Thanks right, for whatever. listening. Um, hope you guys, you know, had a good time listening to us dissect uh, and yes. try and understand what Kanye was saying. Happy 50th episode. Happy 50th. Um, I hope it was enjoyable and I hope we really made it a big 50 episode. I mean, I feel like we could have done more. We could have done, we could have had all kinds of people on or whatever, yeah, but like, you know, just, this is what it is. I think it was a pretty good <laughs> detailed episode and everything that Kanye brought up were good topics for us to yeah. discuss. So, all right. Okay. Have a great week and we will see you soon. See you later. Bye.